Hey, what's going on, buddy? Mike. Man. Dude, the beard is coming in nice. Look coming like in. Saint Nick. You know, it's uh, I can I can part it like wings now. You know. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. It's, How long are you gonna go? I, I don't know. I, I was actually thinking of trimming it up because it's starting to curl now. Like it's getting so long that it curls. But I figure if you can touch your nose with the bottom of your beard, it's probably a good thing, you know? Yeah. And I can hide, I can put a total of uh, six pencils inside of it at once. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the true judge of a man. Yeah. So what's going on, man? How's, uh, how's the big, big Texas? Dude, Texas is great. I, I mean, it's just a great state. I can't complain. It's such a... I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of like, I mean, my home state will always be Colorado because I grew up there, but I yeah. feel like I'm more of a Texan now. Well, and you know, it's not like there's a stereotype of Texans and I don't really even feel like I'm that, like I'm not like wearing cowboy boots and like herding cattle and like always going out shooting my guns. Although those things would be fun. Yeah. It's just like good for business. Good for like raising a family. It's open. There's no, I mean, there's masks, but people are kind of living their lives. People are, I mean, they kind of get it. The governor's smart. Um, yeah, everything's kind of coming in Texas, man. I heard, I heard Limbaugh was saying recently that he's thinking maybe the next step is secession. <laughs> I, I mean, look, it wouldn't surprise me. It would be totally warranted, right? Um, yeah. I just don't know how it would work for me flying back and forth between Texas and here. I don't know if they would let me. I don't know. Like, especially when they see the Virginia, they're like, wait a minute there. Hold on there, mister. <laughs> like, yeah. Show me your voting record. <laughs> who who yeah. did you support? Somebody from a blue state coming in. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because everything you just said about Texas to, like, sell Texas, I would say the polar opposite of Virginia. I mean, it's uh, – you know, at one point in time, that's why everybody came to Virginia was for that all those same reasons, right? Great for yeah. business, which it still is good for business. Don't get me wrong, but great for business, great for families. Which it's not a bad place for families, but dude, it's it's getting out of yeah. control, right? I mean, it just, I mean, it is. I mean, our our superintendent is uh, you know for Loudoun County Schools just resigned, and he took a job. In Texas, he's running like some school system down there, but the uh, the yeah. irony there is he's the one that made all these decisions to shut the school downs here, but he's moving his family there to go back to school. It's like, hold on, buddy. Like I feel like everybody's yeah. signing us up for all these things that we didn't we didn't pick, and then yeah. they're not impacted by it, right? Like it's it's like Newsom, right? It's like all these you know these a holes that are out there telling you shut your business down, you know you can't. You can't go out to eat. You can't stay open. But then he goes out to eat like it's okay. It's no big deal, right? And the only reason he apologized is because he got caught. So he apologized. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah. such a, a land of hypocritical just D-bags right now, you know? Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's like I've thought about – it's not even Republican and Democrat. It's about like the, the statists and the basically constitutionalists, right? Imagine if you had just a, a group of people, a president with a bunch of governors that believed in the Constitution and held firm to the Constitution on, like, the west side of the Mississippi. 
And then east of the Mississippi, you had statists, progressives, all the people that basically want to undermine the Constitution, right? What would ha- What do you think the population would look like in 10 years if that happened today? Everybody would live in the West, right? Yep. It'd be like North Korea and South Korea. <laughs> like, but, it's- but yet these people, they, they go to the places where, like, they leave California because it sucks, but then they continue their crazy... Voting patterns and beliefs and Dude, it's, policy. It's yeah. definition of insanity, right? It's it's you keep doing the same thing over and over again. You expect different results, and it's it's the same thing with you see that with companies, right? You see companies, you know, especially now in the land of you know mergers and acquisitions, right? You know, it's like companies will buy a group, and I was part of that. Like we had a group that just we kicked ass. I mean, we kicked ass. Everybody was making good money. We were lean. We were mean. We were scrappy. And the group that bought us, the first thing they did was change everything that made us who we were, right? So it's like, yeah. and, and it, it wasn't just me. It's you know, probably 70% of the companies that get acquired, there's a reason that you're acquiring that company. It's because they did things the right way. They won. And what happens is yeah. it, they, they, they grab these companies. It's like a land grab. And they make them conform to, okay, this is what you're going to do now. Right. And it's and then they can't understand when their their value drops by, you know, 50 to 100 percent over the next two years. They're like, well, what are you guys doing differently? It's like, well, we're not doing what got us to where we are. We're doing what you tell us to do, which is the polar opposite. Right. And it's it's stuff like, you know, they'll cap commissions or they'll cap earnings. Right. Like, let's say you have a company that you acquire and, and you've got people that are making three, four, five hundred K. And then you cap them at a max of 150 to 200 K and you can't figure out why your company's not growing. It's like, well, what the hell did you think was going to happen? Right. Do you it's, not understand spirit. What's yeah. that? It, it, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing with all these guys that, you know, these transplants that, that they, they leave an area for a certain reason. There's certain things that are holding them back. There's, you know, that ceiling that's pressing them down. And then they go to a state of free thinkers and they start to implement the same things that they just ran away from. Yeah. And, and it's, it's you, you can't, like, you can't blame the people at the bottom, right? Because they're, they're constantly consumed by, you know, the news media and the things that are, that are being said to them. And their politicians and the things that are being said to them. And their family members and, you know, the elder statesmen that are surrounded by them telling them the same thing over and over and over and over again. And then what happens is, you know, you get someone like you or someone like me, somebody that actually says, wait a minute, let's not that, not that you're wrong, but I want to at least do a little research and look into some things on my own. We're labeled as like the conspiracy theorist. We're the guys that it's like, dude, you're crazy, man. It's clear as day. You can see Trump won the, or lost the election. It's clear as day. Is it clear as day? Like, I, I don't know. You know, like, or, or when I, I can't remember who it was, but one of these, one of these twits, uh, was it, I think it was Donna Brazil. Donna Brazil came out yesterday and was like, all right, it's been done. You know, Joe Biden won, you know, won the election fair and square. It's time to move on. We can't, we can't have Trump and all of his cronies pushing out this, these lies about, you know, cheating in the election and this and this and this. And it's like, what have you guys done for the last four years? Right? Like, yeah. Like all of a sudden the tables turn and it's like, hey, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Come on, let's go. It's all good. There was no conspiracy. Sorry about that. Like, you know, it's yeah. just such a double standard, right? You, you know, you lived in a crazy society when 
the the things that are labeled conspiracy theories are typically the truth, and the truth is typically labeled a conspiracy theory. Yep. Yeah. So. Right. There's no. There's no conspiracy theory here. It's a. Cons- it's a conspiracy. Like it's a true conspiracy. <laughs> like there. <are laughs> yeah, something. Exactly. I mean, dude, if it's a. You know, if if it looks like a fish and smells like a fish, it's probably a fish, right? Like. And if, numbers don't lie. Dude. Like a guy talking about the analysis of like a certain area of Ohio that has the exact, basically the exact demographic is right across the border in Pennsylvania, and how like Trump just blew away. By, I mean, pretty much in a blowout. And then, like, and, you know, analyzing, like, actual past elections, like, these counties have pretty much been the same forever. And then this time in Pennsylvania, like, it goes strong for Biden. And it's just like, okay, maybe, but it just, it doesn't logical. The, that, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's the common sense things. It's, it's the, you know, if you take the black vote, right? So you're telling me that more black people voted for Joe Biden than voted for Barack Obama? That it is not possible, dude. Like, there's no, and and I guarantee you, Obama's probably sitting there like, God damn it, like, how in the fuck did Joe get more votes than me? It's not possible, right? Because you know, Obama's got a freaking ego the size of Texas. I mean, that guy's ego is huge, and I guarantee you, yeah. he is pissed. He's probably like, no way did Joe Biden have more votes than me. Joe Biden, yeah. think of all the presidents that we've had. Joe Biden has the most votes out of any president in the history of this country. That's embarrassing, yeah. man. No way. Well, that was one of those early in the um, primaries, right? Was Biden was expecting Obama to support him. And Biden, Obama's kind of like, uh, I'm going to do my, uh, nothing to say. Dude, you know, you know why? It's, it's, it's almost like, uh, like imagine if, I mean, we all have like a crazy uncle or a crazy aunt out there, right? Like, and it's. Like the one that just can't, he can't bite his tongue. He always says like the wrong thing in front of the wrong people, like every time, right? It's like, he's going to say stuff against women. He's going to say stuff against minorities. Like, and you just, you just cringe. You're like, ah, but it would be like you going out publicly and endorsing him or her for, you know, the office of president or whatever it is. You're like, I, I, dude, I cannot, I can't support you, uncle Joe. I love you, man. But your, your viewpoints are off, dude. Texas comments. (laughs) Yeah. Like, can't, can't so, do it, man. Here's the thing. Is it going to be a Biden presidency? I think it's the Kamala Harris presidency, man. Dude. You, George Soros. I mean, it's the same puppet. It's the same puppeteers that ran Obama is going to be running Biden. So, so let me ask you this. Why is it that all of a sudden CNN and NBC and CBS, all these news stations are now talking about the Hunter Biden stuff? All of a sudden. Now that the election yeah. is quote-unquote over. Now they're going to talk about it. Why, why do you think that is? I mean, I don't know. Maybe because they were forced to. I hadn't really thought about it too much. Uh, I mean, I think it's a big deal. And I think it's going to, like, I think it's going to, well, here's the thing. And I was actually going to mention this to you. It's like, they better wrap up this investigation before he gets sworn in, right? <laughs> because this this goes, this is the whole Biden family peddling uh, influence for money. Yep. So, like, you can't, like, once he becomes president, how can he shut it down? I don't even know where it would go, or if it would just get buried somewhere. Or... Probably get buried somewhere, right? I mean, it's it's. But what I think, I think that the the Democrats are banking on Biden being sworn in, and I think that they also know that this Hunter Biden thing is not going away, and they can't not do anything about it. 
So I, I, I think that they're going to they're gonna sit there and throw Joe under the bus and be like, hey, you know what? You're right. We didn't know about this Hunter Biden stuff. He cannot sit in the president's seat. Kamala Harris must be sworn in. Watch yeah. I mean, now, now, granted, I still do think that Trump is gonna pull this out. I, 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 it's really. I, I, I just think that somehow, some way, I think it's gonna happen. And actually, Frisella talked about it. In I don't know if you've listened to his his last uh, couple podcasts where he has just gone off. I mean, like. <laughs> I did the one that was really good, and I think it's the same one. He was talking to the former Navy SEAL dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Co- not Cody, not Cody. Yeah, like, but he's got awesome. that crazy story about when he was in Iraq and his his pastor brother prayed for him and the demons like yeah. went away. I was like, <laughs> and then Priscilla told the story about his niece. Yeah, almost yeah. drowned. It's crazy. Yeah, that, was, that was a good podcast. Yeah, man. that was that was deep, man. Yeah, he uh, but he went off there and then he goes off on the the most recent one too, just talking about. Yeah, really good points, right? I mean, just the fact that, you know, Trump's got the National Guard in all these cities to get the vaccination out, right? But really, is is he thinking three steps ahead, right? Is he thinking in terms of, okay, you know, what's going to happen if Trump says, no, I'm not leaving the White House, right? Who Who's going to remove him? You know, all these Antifa soy boys? Don't think so, right? They think they're, they they're going to be fighting guys like you and I. They're going to be fighting the military. And you're not going to yeah. win, right? But but what happens if they lose then, right? Because the whole thing is to sow distrust among among each other, right? You know, it's like you, know, you get you get left and right fighting, blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden, you know, NATO, China, whoever comes in and takes over and says, okay, here's what we're going to do, right? It's and I think that's all probably far fetched, but yeah, is it is it possible, yeah. right? And that's really what for so is like, hey, just not saying it's going to happen, but is it possible? in the craziest of scenarios that all this stuff is part of a much bigger plan. It's not just about Trump, right? Because at the end of the day, look at how many people are fighting against this one man. They're fighting against one human being and he gets in their head so easily that there's got to be something. Like he's got to be telling something that's true, right? He's shedding light on something that's got all these people Right, like how defensive do you get when somebody calls you out on something that you deny it, but you know damn well inside, damn, like they're they're right. How do they know? Like how do they know that? Right? You get yeah. like instantly you're like, Oh yeah, well screw you and you did this and you did that and you did that and it's like meanwhile you're looking in the mirror like, dude, I am a scumbag. Like I holy shit, how how did they find yeah. out? Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen, man. It's it's crazy. But I know that, like, whatever happens, I think a lot of people will lose their mind on one side or the other. Like, for me, like like we've talked about, it doesn't change my life much. I think a lot of times guys like us are different than the other side where if Biden's president, he's president. You still respect the office. Yep. You actually want the economy to be great. You want foreign policy to be great. You don't necessarily trust somebody or think their policies are good. But, like, for the country, it's all about the country, man. Dude, but, but but that's that's a that's a practical, level-headed thought, right? And 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 that's the problem is somewhere along the lines, and again, I, I think it started with Obama. Somewhere along the lines, politics became one a popularity contest, and two, people win and lose elections one hundred percent on emotions. And listen, if you're running a business 
or even a family, right? Like imagine if you're making you're making decisions for you know for your children based a hundred percent on emotions. Yeah, dude, you're gonna lead them down the wrong path. I mean, it's just it's it's inevitable, right? Like you can't you can't be yeah. like that, dude. You have to be able to look at things diplomatically. That's our whole society, man, is emotion and popularity. And so, yeah, I mean, it's such a good point that I don't see necessarily politicians. I mean, politicians are politicians. They all have strengths and weaknesses. What you vote for is ideology. You know, what they stand for. It's not about the person. It's about what they stand for in terms of their beliefs. So, yeah. And and the thing is, like, I I saw – I saw something, I don't know if it was on, I think it was LinkedIn, that Mark Warner put out there today, right? And that guy's a freaking twit, man. Like, uh, honestly, that guy's just, someone needs to just bitch slap him, right? But he put this thing out there, like, all I want for my birthday is a COVID relief bill to be passed. And, like, now I didn't say anything about the guy, but I still wanted to, like, say something like, you piece of shit. Are you kidding me? Like, like you're working tirelessly to get Americans, like, what, a $500 check? Come on, dude. Like, I'm sorry. Here, you have a choice. Do you want five or $600, or do you want your business to be open? Like, yeah. that, that's too little too late, man. That, that initial stimulus, okay, that made sense. If people were going to be out of work for, you know, four weeks, sure. That makes sense. That helps out. But dude, we're yeah. we're going on freaking nine months here now. Come on. Yeah. I mean, what 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 does six hundred dollars do? That does absolutely nothing. Yeah. The fact that things are still closed down in place, you know, like New York and California, it's just mind blowing. It, it is, man. It it's politically correct. Like, it's all about what other people are going to think, right? Like, I know some people have opened up. And that's the whole thing that I don't think people have totally come to terms with is that it doesn't matter what a politician tells you to do. They can recommend shutdown. They can recommend you wear a mask. I mean, Trump originally recommended these lockdowns. But the Constitution tells us that we're a free people and we're free to make decisions. So you can open your business and you can have your government write you fines Every single day, but you don't ever have to pay those fines because those fines were weren't constitutional right. in the first place. So I mean, people need to wrap their minds around the fact that you still live in a free country, and you can take the recommendations of someone who says you need to put a little piece of cloth above your, uh, you know, around your face to when you breathe, or you can just breathe. Right? You can open your business and survive, or you can think. Yeah, I mean, you can live in fear of what the government's threatening. Yeah, but it's, but it's always it's always fear. It's it's ridiculous because, and I know we've talked about this in the past. Like, like, you know, as a as a father, right? As a husband, you know that if no one else is paying attention to you in in the world, you know at least your wife and your kids they are looking up to you. They're looking at. They're watching everything you do, man. Like they are, right? They they want to see how you handle situations, like. You know, what do you do? Because as they get older and they face things, they're going to either remember things that you taught them or more importantly, they're going to remember things that they saw you do in that same scenario. Right. So it's like if if someone tries to, you know, 
rob your your wife or take your wife's purse and all your kids see is you like hit the ground or like like stand behind her and throw throw her in front of you like that's going to leave a lasting impression of oh is that is that what I'm supposed to do like or they see their dad like book after this guy like sprint down the street and just like tackle the guy they're like yeah like that's what you do that is how a man is supposed to act a man is supposed to protect his family and I think it's funny because yeah. I had this talk with one of my buddies the other day who thinks the polar opposite. He's like petrified of all this crap. Like, it's amazing. I like make fun of him. I'm like, dude, there's, there's, there's two stories. Like 20, 30 years from now, I said, your kids, they're all going to be grown. They're going to have kids of their own. They're going to be, you know, sitting around celebrating Christmas, drinking beers, whatever it is. And they're going to be like, man, do you remember back in 2020 with that whole COVID, you know, that COVID thing? And they're like, oh, my yeah. God, I know what you're going to say. Dad was such a bitch. Oh, my God, like, he was such a bitch, right? I was like, and you're going to be sitting there, like, just in shame, like, oh, my God. And your grandkids are going to dog you. Your grandkids are going to make fun of you because they're going to be like, Dad, are you serious, Dad? Grandpa? <laughs> Grandpa, you did that? <laughs> I said, then you're going to have people on the other side of the equation, right? Guys like us, where they're like, hey, Dad, remember that COVID thing? Be like, hell, yeah, I do. Like, yeah, you remember you grabbed your your Braveheart William Wallace sword and you just ran outside like, freedom! It's like, like, like that's, those are the things. I can't remember how many times people at stores have pulled me over and told me to pull my mask up over my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Dad, you were always getting in trouble. Everywhere we went, you were getting in trouble. Right, but dude, here's the thing. Both create stories. Both create narratives. What, yeah. what What do you want? Like, what do you want to be remembered as? Right? Do you want to be remembered as the one that's like, oh, poor me, poor me, right? Or like, you know, all these people that will sit there and like you said, pull your mask up or they, they give you dirty looks or I've had people literally jump back and hit their heads on things and I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, you are an idiot. You just like almost concussed yourself because I don't have a mask on? Like... What is going through your head, people? Yeah. You know, like I had a I had a thing uh, recently where I was walking in. I think I went to get a pizza, you know, because I never wear a mask anywhere in in town. And I went in to get a, a pizza, and there was a guy who was all like, you know, swelled up, like like Jack Daddy, like trying to be cool with his kid, but he had his mask on. And uh, yeah. and I could see his kid like looking at me without a mask on. And I'm just looking at his dad like, like I, like I feel like the kid could read into my soul. He knew what I really thought of his dad. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, he said, oh, yeah, I'll teach you how to fight. I'll teach you how to box and this and that. And I'm thinking, how about you teach the kid to just freaking not wear a mask? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, That's hilarious. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. But it could yeah. be worse, you know? Yeah. It could, it could be yeah. worse. In every challenge, there's an opportunity. So people always need to remember that. Dude, yeah. What, what was the thing I saw about you tackling a tr- Christmas tree? Oh, geez. <laughs> that was good, right? <laughs> so we went uh, we went to cut down a tree, and you know, one of the tree farmers or whatever, a couple weeks ago, and I brought my chainsaw with me because I'm like, oh, I'll just use a chainsaw. That'll make it easy. But then I got there and I didn't see anybody else walking around with a chainsaw. So I was like, yeah, maybe it's like one of those, like, I don't know, save the planet things. Like you can't use your chainsaw if there's a gas leak. I don't know. So I left it in the, yeah, so I left it in the car 
and we had to take a hayride to get like out to the fields. So we get in the back of the hayride, and of course I didn't have my mask on. I was the only person because it was in Maryland. We were outside, and I had like I ripped a sleeve off of a t-shirt because I didn't have a mask, so I just put it like <laughs> here, and then I just took it off entirely. And people were they were giving me dirty looks, like who is this guy? He's gonna kill us all before Christmas. And so I ended up um, going up there, and they gave us like this little bow saw that sucked, right? Like I couldn't even cut yeah. the damn tree. So after 20 minutes, I finally just stood up and I just ran into the tree like full speed. Like <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah, it's pretty uh, funny, right? It was pretty funny. Yeah. So we got a tree. It, was, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a very clean cut, but like I said, once I got it home, I got my chainsaw and made it nice and clean. So, but I'll yeah. definitely do that again. I think I'll do that every year. That's like a challenge. Yeah. So, I know you got to... Hey, I know you got to get going. Yeah. We will, um, we'll connect soon, man. This was good. Yeah. Glad we got a check. A little short episode. Yeah, man. Absolutely, we man. We'll catch up, uh, we'll catch up soon, man. Yeah. All right. Later, All right, man. Thanks.